My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful! We have the right to peacefully assemble! The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. No one more ding. Ding. No ding. <laughs> it's a no ding kind of day. Well, welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We have a fire, fire, fire guest today. And, Mr. Producer, I'm trying to get into the cuts and runs so I can go through this, but we have massive fraud in Colorado. Massive. Now, they, they keep telling us, and, I, and I, by the way, I had a conversation with Tori yesterday, and some of the information that she brought out of Colorado, she had a hearing in Columbus, Ohio, and, or Columbus, Missouri, sorry. Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Missouri. Whatever. Ohio. Ohio. It was Columbus, Ohio. There is a Columbus, Missouri. I just want to be clear. There is a Columbus, Missouri. I just had a conversation about somebody in Missouri yesterday as well. What is wrong with me today? I actually woke up early, too. So there's no, there's no reason I got here early. I didn't have to, you know, there was nothing that kept me from being here on time. You gotta, you gotta, it's got to be like your post-workout. You got to get some more carbs or something so your brain works. That's not maybe very that's nice. it. Maybe yeah. that's it. And so, so for those of you who don't know, I've been on this. It's been a what a five month five month workout to leave my COVID thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got good. I got the COVID thirty. Um, that for those of you that don't know, that's the thirty pounds that you get from drinking too much during COVID. <laughs> I, and I'm not a big drinker, but so I quit drinking completely, and. Um, you know, then I decided to work out every day. So what he's trying to do is tell me that, you know, I'm not giving myself enough brain food. So we have uh, Lindsay Moore, who is a candidate in the house today. So let's go ahead and bring Lindsay in. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, is this your first time you've been on a podcast like this or are you have you done this before? Um, I've done a few interviews before, but not necessarily a live podcast. It's live, and so when you screw up, you're just going to have to deal with it because it's going to play over and over and over again. And they're going to make little cuts of it. And if you say something wrong, the media is going to pick it up. And then Kyle you know, Antifa Clark is going to use it on 9 News. Not to make you nervous or anything, but this is just kind of how it works. Not nervous at all. And they do this to me all the time. So I'm used to it now. I've been called all sorts of things. I mean, and including being late to the podcast. They've also said that Joe's always late to the podcast, which would <laughs> would not be... Inaccurate, would it, Mr. Producer? 
Uh, it, your arrival time varies. Varies. It varies. But I'm also really busy, so it's not like I'm just messing around. Oh, that's very accurate. Yeah. Um, so, Lindsay, we have a lot of things to go over today because there are a lot of lawsuits that are flying across the, across the um, bow. You're right, especially El Paso County. In El Paso County, before we go into this, I want to share something from Mesa County. Mr. Producer, do we have that ready, the emails ready from this morning? I need one second to make sure that it's clear. I want to take out the yep. last name for Kathy, but I want to leave Cody in it. Roger that. So I, so I want to tell you what happened in Mesa County. So one of, uh, one of the citizens of Colorado put an email together and sent it to a county commissioner for Mesa County. So this county commissioner, and, and when, you, when you read it, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable what this guy said. And I had to read it from the bottom up. But I'm going to start reading it, and then we'll jump right into uh, when my eyes are going to fail me. So we're going to move it over here. Small, small, small print. So on August 22nd, Kathy sent an email to Cody Davis, the Mesa County Commissioner. And we're going to, by the way, put up his... uh, Because it's in the email, and he's a public official. He put his cell phone number up and his office number. So if you feel so inclined to reach out to Cody to tell him that he's lying and that maybe he should dig a little bit further into what's happening in the elections in Colorado, feel free to do that. But let's read this real quick, and then, Lindsay, I'm going to let you tell them all about you. Sure. There's so much to go over. We had had Tina on last night. Uh, We had a lot of fun with that. But we also got to talk about what's happening in her cases. Um, and the lawsuits that have been dropping. And I think it's important for people, not just in Colorado, but across the country, to know what we're doing, not the lies that they tell using Demcast and using the, the parroted mainstream media, but what's really happening. So this email starts with, Dear Sirs, how would you like to know, what, how would you begin to know what offensive If you have never listened to the evidence, I find your lack of couth and manners offensive. Your jackboot tactics are very ugly. You have been far too zealous in your enforcement of the digital theft of our elections, which I find extremely offensive. Those records belong to the people, and we're paid for with our money. We demand transparency from our elected officials and will replace each of you that has forgotten exactly who hired you in the first place, or have you. Tina Peters did her job and is not a flight risk. Treat her with the dignity and respect she deserves. So Cody decided to answer. And he said, Kathy, thank you for reaching out. For the record, I have wasted far too much time listening to the supposed evidence. All of it is speculation that things could happen. Nothing nothing wrong with stirring up vulnerabilities. But no evidence of votes actually being stolen. Not one. You'd think that would be a basic requirement for claiming an election was stolen. Is that true, Lindsay? I don't think it's true. No, I'm I'm shocked at his demeanor. He's a public official, um, quote, voted in by... He wasn't voted in, though. This is one of the races that was highly contentious, and he was one of the people that was one of these radical leftists that was put in office. Right, which is why I use air quotes. Yeah. 
As far as Tina is concerned, she made a mockery of the elections integrity movement by her own, for her own gain. I personally wanted to help her vet the 2020 election in the above board manner, but Tina rejected me as a conspiratorial. Then she, coaxed, she, she got coaxed into doing something she didn't understand, and now she is too deep to admit she was wrong. That's where she started breaking laws. You can't commit fraud and try to prove that fraud was committed. Um, we are a law and order community. That's a list of offenses continue to grow. Tina stole the identity of an innocent man and put the, his family through hell, lied to the authorities, and continues to do so. Donkey kicked our valiant men in blue, perjured herself in court by lying to a judge, ignores CORA request as an elected official, costs taxpayers over a million dollars with nothing to show for it, ignores her bond condition, steals her ex-husband's house with an outdated POA, and now has an audacity to play the victim. When you violate the law, there are consequences. That is law and order. Um, and that was signed by Cody Davis, Mesa County Commissioner, four, uh, 544 Rude Avenue, Grand Junction, Colorado, 51504. His office number is 970-244-1605. His cell number is 970-640-4330. His email is Cody, C-O-D-Y, dot Davis, D-A-V-I-S at Mesa County, M-E-S-A-C-O-U-N-T-Y dot U-S. So I'm not going to tell you what to do. Be respectful. But I think that Cody Davis, since he decided to put this in a document that is public record, um, you should tell him what you think. Absolutely. Um, so just to go through this really quick, Kathy then responds, I strongly disagree. And your response is evidence of your lack of knowledge of our systems and how they work. You are the problem, sir. He responds, you're free to believe as you wish. This is America. She says, yes, and Tina Peters apparently is not thugocracy, sir. Will you now swat me in Peyton, Colorado? Would you like my address? And it's Way a, to go, Kathy. I know. And then she goes, Tina has never traveled, not her speech restricted, has had her travel, not her speech restricted by a judge, not me or the district attorney, which is a lie because the district attorney is the one that actually said he didn't want her to travel because she was indicted by a jury of her peers. That's not true either. I've now seen the documentation to show that what well, she wasn't indicted by a jury of her peers, and they created this little monkey uh, suit, this, uh, this kangaroo court. Um, that's not a thugocracy. That's a rule of law, something I assume you support. Your weapon is, and then Kathy responds, your weaponized use of force is not rule of law, but abuse of law and its enforcement. You are indeed a thug, and you are currently uh, reveling in your power under Jenna Griswold and Jared Polis. In America, where I come from, we are allowed to question the ethics and the lack of transparency in our government and to seek remedies for such abuses. According to you, we are only allowed to kneel, bow, and scrape. You are a thug of a regime, and I cannot wait for your day of reckoning appears. And he says, have a nice day, Kathy. And then Kathy responds, I do, I am, and I will. I hope your day of reckoning comes very soon, sir. So, first of all, shout out to Kathy. That was incredible, Kathy. Second of all, I think that Tina should, should sue Cody for breach of duty and for defamation. I mean, if we're going to go to lawfare, let's go all the way to it. Because what he said is patently false. False. Not maybe false. It is absolutely false. So, Lindsay, what do we have going on in El Paso County? <laughs> 
Well, Joe, there's a lot happening well, in El Paso County. First, tell everyone who you are, and yeah. you ran, you, you're running for office, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. So my name is Lindsay Moore. I ran for El Paso County Commissioner in El Paso County, Colorado, against um, Holly Williams. Now, Holly Williams is Wayne Williams' wife, so I'm sure you guys know when no, it comes no, to... No, no, no. This is national, so some of these people oh, will not Oh, some of these know. people don't no, know. Actually, a lot of these people won't know, because... But okay. yeah. Okay. Should we tell them about Wayne? Yes. Okay. So we're going to talk about Wayne. So um, El Paso County is kind of a hotbed for corruption. We all know that Colorado is is kind of a, a state full of corruption. Now, Wayne Williams sort of leads the charge here in El Paso County as far as corruption goes. So Wayne Williams is a current city council member at large. He's running for mayor. He also was former secretary of state after Scott Gessler. Um, and Wayne Williams um, actually directs Holly Williams on the board of county commissioners. So if we think that Holly holds that seat because um, she wants to, you're incorrect in that assumption. Uh, Wayne fully directs everything that Holly says and in fact has been quoted as such in many newspaper articles. Holly says Wayne is her legal advisor and Wayne tells her what to say and what to do. So Wayne Williams also has endorsed many of the quote Republicans who made it past the primary. So if you look at the Republicans who've made it past the primary in El Paso County I want you to see who has endorsed them and you will see that there is a um, sort of coalition of, quote, Republicans who are backed by Wayne Williams in Colorado. And he, uh, as I will always say, is the road, he is the road that Th leads all the way back. So didn't Wayne Williams, I mean, uh, didn't he just do a commercial with the Democrats? He sure did with <laughs> Jenna Griswold. And they used taxpayer money for that commercial, A Joe. million dollars for that commercial. Mm -hmm. They took taxpayer money, a million dollars in Colorado, and they made a commercial. That's right. And Mr. Mr. Producer, do we have that commercial? I got it. I need 15 seconds. <laughs> this is a commercial of Jenna Griswold and Wayne Williams. Sorry, Lindsay. We You're got okay. we got to play this because remember when I said that the Republicans and the Democrats are the same? They're the uniparty. We're not. It's the establishment. It's these people that are basically trying to steal everything that we are yep. versus the people. Okay, I got it ready. And remember, so very poignantly, this commercial uh, on YouTube, if you find it, it's under the Colorado Secretary of State's office account. It is called Trusted Sources. Hi, this is a new I'm one? I'm Democratic Secretary of State Jenna Griswold. And I'm Wayne Williams, a Republican and former Secretary of State. One thing we both know is that Colorado's elections are safe and secure. That's right, Wayne. But voters should be alert to election disinformation. Election disinformation is designed to look real, so always use trusted sources. Together, we can combat election disinformation. To get the facts about election security, visit GoVoteColorado.gov. Let's go vote, Colorado. That, that's the one? Is that the one that was just put on TV? That's the most recent one that I found. Yep. Yeah. Is there a newer one? There yeah. was one. So if you go to my website, moreforelpaso.com, my last name, M-O-O-R-E, forelpaso.com, F-O-R, um, the one they ran prior to the primary is up on my website. So they put out one right before the primary. They started this, we're together, we've endorsed each other, we're amazing. You can see that Colorado's elections are the gold standard. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is unbelievable. Yeah. I, I can't even believe that they're, they're, they're saying the quiet part out loud yep they, they are oh my god they're advertising their corruption in colorado in front of your faces and then they use your taxpayer dollars to do it don't you feel special i think the guy's a trash bucket i would i would literally i would not walk across the street to put him out by by ways that i don't have water on me if see i'm trying to be nice i'm trying to be really nice here i 
he's a traitor to the country. He absolutely is, to, and every Colorado taxpayer. Absolutely. He's the one that brought Dominion to Colorado. He's That's the right. one that filibustered the special meeting we had at uh, the Capitol in uh, November of 2020 when we were walking through some of the things that we found very early on. Mm -hmm. He talked for five hours until the media left, and that was planned. He, he was planned to do that so that no one would hear anything other than Wayne Williams talk. That's right, and Wayne Williams is a lawyer, so Wayne Williams thinks that um, – he can lawyer everything up and, and it's going to be good to go and ev everything he says goes. So. Well, we're going to go through some lawsuits. Do we have that, uh, that video, Mr. Producer? It might be the same one, but I think I have it. Okay. Hi, I'm Democratic Secretary of State Jenna Griswold. One. And I'm Wayne Williams, a Republican. Yes, yeah, so this is the one. This was on your site under uh, election integrity? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the commercial. Okay. Same one. Um, so let's, let's jump into it. We have, you have a case in, so we know about Holly, we know about Wayne. They're married. Yep. They both serve and kind of like, uh, uh, Matt Crane and his, and his wife who worked for Dominion for 20 years, who's now the head of the County Clerks and Recorders of Colorado tied to her who now, oh, by the way, I'm sorry. She still works for it. She now works again for Dominion. But that actually happened. Um, Tell it what this case is about. So there's a couple of cases happening in El Paso County. So there's one um, that has been filed on the 21st. Those are by two private individuals. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have the candidates who were the top line candidates in the primary, in the June 28th primary, who have actually filed um, uh, two cases in El Paso County in regards to our election system. So, so Mr. Producer, if you'll put this up, please, 22-08-22. It's the lawsuit middle. Okay. Okay. So this is the um, opening brief. Correct. So um, this is in response to, so the Secretary of State basically, her and her lawyers filed a motion to dismiss saying, we don't have a case, uh, you guys don't understand election law, and um, none of your points are valid, your, your case is moot. And because the 38 days past the election has passed, you, 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 don't, um, you don't have a case. We should just dismiss it. Now, that is the end. This is what happened two days ago. So leading up prior to all of that, um, the, the top-line candidates in El Paso County, all, there were seven of us, and we requested a recount. So we sent in a letter to the Secretary of State as well as Chuck Borman requesting a hand recount. And I want you to understand there's, our letters were specific. We requested a hand recount. We were then given um, an, a cost estimate 24 hours later by the clerk and recorder and the Secretary of State telling us how much money they would require for this hand recount. We fundraised for these recounts um, three days leading up to this. And then um, 24 hours after we submitted our funds, we then went into the recount process for those who were able to pay those funds. Now, all along the way, Chuck Browerman and Secretary of State Griswold were served with our lawsuits, we have two lawsuits, the, the 109, this right. fancy words, 109, and the 113. So the 109 basically says that you have uh, broken the law and that you have violated our rights as candidates. The 113 says you're trying to extort money from us. And if you look at, um, I don't know if in this document it shows how much money they tried to extort from the candidates 
in um, getting the recount, but it was basically $21,000 they asked for from each candidate. Not just, not just one or two, but from each of the seven candidates, they wanted $20,000. And that price um, included a $10,000 cost estimate for vendor services. To pay, to pay Dominion. Correct. And they labeled it as, as vendor, vendor services. And so this is a response from the Secretary of State and her lawyers um, and on the, the very first page, this is the best part on the very first page of this response. Well, no, th this is the factual. So this one right here is the factual. I want to ask you a question about this if we Correct. can. So if we go to page three, Mr. Producer. Yes. Uh, this has a certified results petition respective races, and it goes through El Paso County Corner, uh, Republican Party, Ray Ann Weber, petitioner, uh, 32,670. That's 34.05%. Correct. Uh, Leon Kelly, 63,266. So I want to point something out on her case specifically. Sure. When the recount was being done, yeah. there were hundreds of ballots that went through that only voted for the coroner. That's correct. Is that correct? Yeah. Ray Ann uh, dubbed it the backside bottom. So, so, and and if I'm also not mistaken, and and, and listen, this, this is where that piece of trash, Cody, said that there was no evidence of election mm -hmm. fraud. Now, let me just tell you something: we can sniff all the way around the code, the source code. We can sniff all the way around the bad ballots and the batches of ballots that are not legitimate. We can get the CBR files. We can compare those files. We can show you mathematics, and they keep us away from the things that are. It is the gun. Yeah. And they say you can't see it. You're not allowed to see the gun. You're not allowed to see the thing that we can actually show that this is how this all happened. So when they say that there's no proof, there is massive proof all over the country, massive proof that these people are traitors and liars. But when you get into this part of the case, this is something that, that I, I don't think most people understand. And that is... They did a test beforehand, before the primary, and the numbers, the percentages of those races before the primary in the test, using test ballots, came out nearly identical. Am I correct? You are correct. So um, they used a test batch of ballots prior to the primary. Um, there were about 4,000 ballots, and I'm just uh, giving you uh, an estimate because I wish I had the uh, document you could have up there and uh, Linda Zamora Wilson put it together and it's fabulous it has a, a direct comparison and then they use those same test ballots in the yeah. logic and accuracy test in quote our rescan so we don't call it a recount because we didn't get the recount we asked for they did a rescan so there's there's a significant different difference there and so in this rescan they used those same test ballots and they ran them through the machine and they were supposed to be done exactly the same way as they did prior to the primary except it wasn't done exactly the same way as prior to the primary, and the results came out differently in that logic and accuracy test. They came out um, at a 53% failure rate. And what you'll notice is that the percentage of, of the candidates who won in the test ballots prior to the primary is pr the same as the percentage of the candidate winning in our rescan. So what I mean is those test ballots essentially predicted that Rayanne would win at 30 or lose or lose at 33%. And then when we did the rescan, those test ballots predicted the same thing. Which is impossible. Impossible. I just I want you to I want you all to know it's not improbable, it's impossible. Unless you are actually fixing things within the system, 
It's impossible. And I want to take you back to Clay Parik, who stood up there and said, I went to do vulnerability and uh, penetration tests on the, the source code, and they said, stop. And the company that he worked for was hired by Dominion. Okay, so now let's get into their response, because I want to I want to talk about this, because this is where you start to understand the respondent Chuck Borman's... Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, he got the... the uh, it made up an award for him. They made up an award for Chuck, the traitor, Broerman. They they made him the, 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 the fighter of democracy award, I think, or something like the surveyor of, purveyor of democracy. I don't know. Yeah, like that. you have to understand. So Chuck Broerman didn't like us when we did the rescan. He didn't like the hundreds of patriots who showed up in the hallways to um, pray and to watch what he was doing. They didn't like that. They didn't want us there. So after the second day of the rescan, they took all the chairs out of the hallway. They took all of the benches that were previously there um, to disallow and discourage the patriots and the people in El Paso County from seeing what was happening with their election systems. Oh, that's not all he did. Oh, I, I know. There, there's more. There's people that were in the hallway, intercessors that were praying. Yep. And he was mocking those people who were praying. He was mocking them. Am I, am I wrong? No. He was mocking people that were praying that somewhere the corruption would break through, and it did. We were able to see things, like hundreds of ballots that went through that had... And again, I don't know if it's hundreds of ballots that, that they were able to see, but why did they push people back? Mm -hmm. They obstructed us in every possible way. So they obstructed the candidates they extorted money from. They obstructed the people from seeing their votes. And then they continued to obstruct us by sending uh, sheriffs out into the hallway to, to tell us to not bring our own chairs. No, you can't be here. This is a fire hazard. I mean, you name it, they did it. Uh, they would turn lights off uh, on us. The other candidates that were inside the counting room that were able to uh, pay the extortionary fees, Dr. Rayanne Weber, Peter Lupia, and Linda Zamora Wilson, um, you know, the, the folks that were running the ballots through the scanner, they would continue to obstruct them, move their chairs in front of them so they couldn't see what was happening in the scanner. Um, they would wear a mask and claim, you better stay back six feet, you can't see what's going on here. I mean, you name it. Uh, it, it was done to obstruct the people from seeing what was happening to their vote. So we get to pay taxes, lots of taxes. We get to pay an absorbent amount of taxes, 52 cents on every dollar. Mm. And so what you're telling me is that these people uh, treat you like you're a slave. That's correct. So we pay taxes for the paper. We pay taxes for the machines. And we pay taxes for the people who actually do the job. And yet the people are not allowed to see the paper, see the machines, or see the process that they pay for. This is an extremely corrupt situation. And it shouldn't be allowed. But it is. So this says, petitioners' alleged allegations suffer from a deep misunderstanding of Colorado's election process, but the court needs not to wade into such waters. Yes, this is the Secretary of State's response. They wanted to move to say our, um, our case was moot and that it should be denied, and this is the, the first paragraph of their response. So apparently we are uneducated, um, and we suffer from a deep misunderstanding of Colorado's election process. We, there is no way we could possibly comprehend the law and the process of the elections in Colorado. And they, we need not wade into such deep waters. I mean, this is like a telenovela here. These guys are absolutely the, this is lawfare. 
They're, they're using words to tell us that we're stupid and we don't understand what's going on. And I, I completely disagree. I think these people in El Paso County are, are the most intelligent people on the face of the planet, if not in Colorado. We know well, what's happening. And, and here, here's the problem. I want everybody to understand this. I think it's important for you to understand this. Number one, Chuck Borman, we have a list. We have a list of all the people who have betrayed us on both sides, right? And if you, and if you truly believe that you somehow think we're going to be silenced or we're going to step away or we're not going to keep fighting, I mean, I would turn your attention to Steve Bannon. Arrested, put in jail, comes out and says, that is the resolve of the American people. And we're coming. And you can take that any way you want. Nobody's incited violence. Nobody's even pushed towards violence. We've done everything the way that we're supposed to do. But I have to say this. Mail-in ballots defraud the people of Colorado and around the nation of their right to vote and to be heard, to have a voice. These machines are designed to defraud the American people. Over 60% of our public knows that that's the case. And frankly, it's probably 70 or 80%. They can all see it. And since lawfare is the way that you've gone through things, we're going to do the same thing. And we're going to push you out. And we've created all of these different things and all of these different environments. And we're coming together. There's a unified front. There's even Democrats that are saying the Democrat Party is garbage. Yeah. Many. They're leaving it. Mm-hmm. We saw one of those at the Summit of Truth, <clears throat> didn't we? We did. We absolutely did. Who said very clearly, they're stealing your elections. Yep. They're stealing your voice. Yep. And it's just a matter of time before they start to do other things to you like they did to President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. As you get further into their response, though, I thought, I thought it, was, it was not just interesting. It, was, it, 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 it flew in the face of, I think, common sense. And this is the point where they start grasping at straws because they know they've broken the law and they know we've caught them. And so they're doing everything they can to sort of uh, use, use common sense and use the law to, to back up their claims. This is a ca- they're caught in a, what I would consider a catch-22. They cannot prove to us that they did this correctly. They can't. No. And the, the Colorado Revised Statute clearly lays out the process. It clearly says you have to do it this way. They did everything they could to not do it that way. And you know who stepped in in this process was Secretary Griswold. She was sending memos, she was sending notes to Chuck Berman, instructing him, instructing the clerk and recorder on how to proceed with this recount. Now, number one, that's against the law. The clerk and recorder and the canvas boards are the one who are supposed to run this recount in El Paso County. By the law. By the law. But it wasn't done that way. No, they were not allowed. And you know, the really awesome part about this is this whole thing, we, we put in a, a motion to stay and the motion to stay was denied. So in process of this rescan, we, we went in and put a motion to stay. We don't want you to continue your breaking the law. Well, that motion was denied. So the blessing here was that we had to go through all of this, all the way to the end, to the completion. And every single day, they compit, competed, committed another act. They, it was more evidence. Every day, the evidence piled up more and more and more. There is no going back now for them. We have it all on record that they broke the law. And they, there's no way that they can deny this. And so we have a hearing on September 1st. This is important. The nation needs to see this and this needs to go live. So we we spoke with Steve Bannon at the Summit of Truth, but you guys out there, um, out there online and in the nation, we would like to have this live on September 1st. 
on the, the steps of the courthouse because you need to see what's happening with your vote and you need to see how the judges are treating you. You need to see how uh, the Secretary of State is trying to say that you guys, you don't have a case. You don't have a case because the law wasn't broken. Well, Colorado Revised Statute says exactly that the law was broken. And, and, we and, do it's, hard, and it's hard to ignore it. I mean, it, how, how do you ignore the fact that the law was broken? And I know that they are literally nervous about this mm -hmm. because they're out and, and they're nervous about the Wayne Williams video because people are like, Wayne Williams is trash. Holly Williams is trash. Eli Bremer, trash. Josh Hosler, trash. These are all, by the way, Colorado trash buckets. These are all the, the establishment guys and gals that have done everything to slander and stand next to Antifa journalists, stand next to people like Jenna Griswold, who, by the way, I just want to point this out. I want to point this out. Every top-line candidate in the entire state of Colorado, yep. in every single county in Colorado, Every county in Colorado, every county, the top line candidate, except for the two that did not talk about election integrity, That's right. lost their races. That's right. And when you talk about top line, that top line, it can't happen, people. It can't happen. They keep lying to us. They keep stealing elections. And we're supposed to sit back and watch and say, let us handle things in the government and run your taxes from 52% to 56%. Let us hand your money to Ukraine. Let us hand your money to foreign interests. Let us do whatever we want. Hunter Biden's laptop. Let's throw it to the bottom of the river. Let's do the FBI and go and go after people with impunity who are standing up for the rule of law. Let's do all of that. Nothing to see here. Peasants, please go sit down. And we're supposed to sit back and watch it? Absolutely not, Joe. This is why we fight. Every day. This is why we get up. So back to your top line point. So uh, most of the nation may not know the way that the top line candidates, now this is a phrase we use in Colorado, the, the way the top line candidates get on the top line is we go through the caucus and the assembly process here in Colorado. I was so, nominated for governor. <laughs> yeah, he was. And then he Sorry. stepped back and said, no, never mind, just joking. And we wish he was still there. But... So, would have won. Yeah, he would have won. I probably would have taken over the 75% and kicked off both of them, but then I'd have to run for office. Yes, really. then you would have to run against uh, Polis. That. Anyway, so back to the top line. So the top line is, is the top bubble on the ballot. And the way you get on the top bubble on the ballot is that you win, quote, your assembly at the county assembly or at the state assembly. So Greg Lopez did that, and that means you get... Um, the largest percentage of votes at that assembly, right? right? Greg Lopez did that. Ron Hanks did that. Um, who else am I missing? Every top line candidate in El Paso County did that. Dr. Rayanne Weber, Linda Zamora Wilson, Peter Lupia, myself, Todd Watkins, um, and in other counties in Colorado, same thing, top line. That means that our name comes first on the ballot, and it's a special place because we, the people, all the people from the caucus and assembly, the people down here on the ground, they voted us in and said, we want you. So every top line candidate, everybody who won over 50% at their assembly is suddenly not winning their election. None of them. None. Zero. Not one. But the only two candidates that would not talk about election integrity are the ones that won their races. That's right. And only one of those, by the way, could possibly win. I want to be really clear. Only one of those two top-line candidates can win, and that'll be Lauren Boebert. Right. The rest of them can't win. They can't win. The, the other ones can't win. They can't win. They're in Democrat-controlled environments. They'll cheat in those elections. He can't win. So you, you, the reason why this is such a, a hotbed, 
and what we're dealing with right now is because we recognize that it doesn't matter. The establishment picks what they want. They want the people to sit back. Let me take your money. Let me build out toll roads everywhere. Let me tax Ugh. your food, tax your home, tax this, tax that, give you poor education, give money to the school uh, unions. Uh, let's uh, you know, take your kids and tell them, hey, sit down, relax. You're not allowed to talk about anything other than what we tell you to talk about. That's what's happening in our country. Yeah. I just broke it down as simply as possible for you. Yep. And El Paso County is the heart of Colorado. Friends, if we can get this done in El Paso County, if we can break El Paso County, we break Colorado. Well, and without getting into hopium, because, Lindsay, I hate hopium. I hear you. It took a long time to get here. Sure did. We weren't paying attention to our elections. We weren't paying attention to election machines. We weren't paying attention to the apparatus. And, and I want everyone to understand that whether it's Dominion, ESNS, Clear Ballot, Heart, Smartmatic, it doesn't matter. They use the same fundamental systems in order to get to a conclusion on elections. They use, the, they use them. They all use the same thing. And they all have to, to go through the same process. And that process is simple. It goes from election machines, tabulations, drives, and it, that information gets transferred into an, a system called CIDL, black box, right? goes to CIDL. From CIDL, the information is sent to Edison. Never remembers the Edison Zero, where it zeroed out everything on Election Day mm -hmm. in 2020. From CIDL, it goes to the API to the New York Times, Fox, everything else. See, they've been lying to us for so long, and now we're waking up to the knowledge that we don't have a voice, that you don't matter, that red light cameras you wanted Lobbyists, you wanted those too. Big Pharma injecting things into your children, you wanted that. You wanted to send money to Ukraine. Everybody did, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, here's the better part. All those people that paid off their student loan debt, you wanted that too. You wanted that. You, you, wanted, you wanted them to then give people free money on your back when you paid off your student loans, that's right. you wanted that on your back so that you can buy votes in the November election. What they're doing in this country is 100% a coup against the American people. And like I said before, it's going to take force. It's not going to take violence, but it is going to take force. People that are stealing and doing what they're doing in our community, they will only know force. All right, so I want to I want to put this up if I can, Mr. Producer. Put up the revised statute real quick. We're gonna kind of go go through this. Oh, no, wrong one. That was a good Colorado revised statute. That's our one thirteen case. Hold on. You didn't do your duty. You committed wrongful acts. So this is the case that sits in which county? Where's it sitting? Uh, are we talking about R113? Yeah. Is it, in, is it in El Paso County, too? Uh, let's look at this. That that 113 is in El Paso County. So there's also another lawsuit in El Paso County, but by others. So we have Denver District Court. 
Um, and our 113 here, the original 113, is in El Paso County. That's correct. Okay. And this is still alive. So I just had an update this morning. Um, everybody thinks this 113 case is dead, right? So this is the 113 that says that you're extorting money from the candidates. Um, that $10,000 for vendor fees should absolutely not be in there. Um, and it should be deleted. And you should give the candidates the, the hand count that they asked for. And um, ironically, the, this is not in the public eye. This is very under the water and it's very hidden. Nobody wants this out there. And I just got an update on this today that we've got a, we have a response into this that's going in. And uh, this case is very much alive. There is still the possibility that all six of us remaining El Paso County candidates can, can or should receive a full hand recount. So. We need El Paso County to understand that that this part of this case is not done. It's not over, and uh, it's still very much breathing and alive. Well, and I want to put this up there. There's an El, El Paso County certification process. Yep. And this this certification of the election. These are. That's the canvas board. This is the canvas board. Mm -hmm. So I want to point something out, Mr. Producer. Put this up if you would, please. No, the, no, the it's the certification. El Paso count recount certification. No, they're not they're not labeled, so I don't. I mean, I'm I'm doing the best I can with with unlabeled deals. But this says that I Chuck Borman, the El Paso County Clerk and Recorder, and the undersigned Canvas Board for the 2022 primary election conducted a recount of the Colorado Secretary of State and Senate District Nine races, and do hereby certify the following. Now I want to I want to say this. It says the recount results in a change to the previous certified results and the amended results are attached. Witnesses are hand and seal this third day of August 2022. And Chuck the Trader Broerman signed it. Correct. Uh, the uh, Isil Kendrick, the Democratic uh, Canvas Board member, mm -hmm. signed it. And then Adriana uh, Kuva, mm -hmm. the Republican Canvas Board member, said, I do not certify. Correct. I do not certify. Correct. So how do they certify it without a consensus? Um, they have the ruling vote. So two, two on one is, is if there were, if there were uh, two I do not certifies, then they couldn't certify the election. But because Chuck Broman and the Democratic uh, Canvas Board members certified it, then the certification went ahead. So really... You have a traitor to the American people, a traitor to El Paso County, a guy that lied and did an illegal recount by statute. By statute. The statute says the Canvas Board members pick the machines. The Canvas Board members then run ballots through, and if there's a discrepancy, they move to a recount. They show that there's a discrepancy because they did change from the previous certified result. They did not use the machines. The Canvas Board did not run them, and yet there is no recount. Yes, at some point there was supposed to be a hand hand count of voter verified paper records that are compared to the machine tabulation records. That was never done either, which is why our Republican Canvas Board member did not certify. This is why when we went through the rescan, this is a big deal because the evidence kept piling up. They kept not doing the things they were supposed to do according to the law. And so uh, she didn't certify. There's too much wrong. El Paso County, hotbed of election fraud. People like Wayne Williams that stands next to Jenna Griswold, the Democrat. So you have the Republican Party. I said this in a post this morning. You have the Republican Party, establishment. You have the Democrat Party, demons. And then you have the asterisk party. So I'm going to ask everyone out there from this point on, we refer to any R's that are good people as Republican asterisk. 
Put an asterisk next to them. That means they're a good person. Anyone that doesn't have an asterisk next to their name, they're not a good person. They're not people we should ever support. See, the Tea Party gave up every opportunity, I believe, by infighting and doing all this stuff. Now we're at a place where America first, we don't, we don't really care about the... And by, and by the way, the Republicans did the same thing to the Tea Party back in 2012. The same thing. We went through the same thing. There's no difference. They're doing the same thing now to Americans, saying, sit down, shut up. Only this problem, we're not, we're not Tea Party people. We're not Tea Party people. We're not like symbolic going to throw the tea out. No, we're going to throw people out. We're going to take over our country and stop the, the coup on the American people that is being perpetrated by the Republicans and the Democrats that are standing together in solidarity to steal the voice of the American people and to turn you all into peasants. That's right. In we, front of our faces. We have something from CanCon. Uh, CanCon Xerox votes, clip 24. Can we go ahead and play this? This is not related to... This is from uh, yesterday. Um, but, yeah, this is where he's talking about the, uh, you know, them going to printing shops, printing all these ballots, and the machines just running them when they, when they actually run these Xerox ballots uh, through the machines. You mean with just the, with just the uh, corner? The coats? backside bottom? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is from our show with Kinko. Did you you know I went to Maricopa with Ron, Senator Ron Hanks, right? I did not. No. So uh, that same issue w uh, happened in Maricopa when you talk about Xerox ballots. So I spent about six days on a portion of the Maricopa audit that that Colorado citizens were allowed to participate. It's called paper examination, and so we worked the night shift because they needed volunteers to help finish. And so for six days, I had what was called a ballot buddy, and the, my ballot buddy and I. Um, we scanned ballots several different ways for six days. And they never told us in your training if there were real ballots or fake ballots. They never delineated and they never, they never said that on purpose. But they, they looked at us and they said, you'll know real ballot paper and you'll know what's not real ballot paper. And we went through box after box, thousands and thousands of ballots, thousands of them with Sharpies. Sharpie gate is a real thing. It did happen. And thousands and thousands of other ballots that felt just like copy paper with a with an identical with an identical uh, bubble filled in bubble filled in exactly the same way looks exactly identical to every other ballot in the box and so when Dr. Ray Weber says oh there's all these hundreds of ballots with the backside bottom and that was the only thing voted it's the same thing that happened in Maricopa Maricopa had thousands of ballots just voted for the presidential race that felt like copy paper same thing. Now, I don't know if Dr. Rayanne's ballots, because we're not allowed to touch them, I don't know if they felt like copy paper, but she had the backside bottom problem. Only one vote. Only one vote. There's an overriding theme here that I think that we should take notice of. Well, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I don't, I mean, it, I look at the number of people that voted in the primary. It's pretty amazing. 100,000 people voted? Yeah. It's a pretty, it's a pretty big number. I mean, they, they, they say, oh, it's not that big. It is a big number. It's it was a record turnout number. for primary. So record turn, turnout for primary and the people who are, and, and I want to point this out as well. So they had a Lincoln Day dinner in El Paso County, packed the house. It the was place was full. Packed. I think 570 people, 580 people it showed up. It was bigger than last year, wasn't it? Yeah, and our donation, by the way, from DCF Guns is the single largest uh, auction item ever to go. Sure was. And we raised $6,400 for the Republican Party. It was party. fabulous. Fabulous. Um, 
so I just want to give a shout out to DCF Guns. Uh, we made a big donation. They did make a big donation. And Joe, you know that I want a DCF gun too. You did? Yeah, don't you remember? Oh, yes, 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 you did. It is one of the most fabulous pieces of equipment we've ever owned in our life. So thank you, DCF Guns. You produce some amazing product. So for those of you who don't know, we already have low prices on the website, dcfguns.co. You pr- use a promo code Joe, J-O-E, and you get 5% off. I want you to go there, dcfguns.co. If you also is, don't see something you want and you do want something else, ammo, something else, just pick up the phone, call DCF Guns. You can go there at dcfguns.com. And they will take care of you as well. Three locations. We have ranges. We have a 100-yard range and some of the best training, gunsmithing, and uh, guns and accessories you'll find. Wholeheartedly agree. Um, so let's, let's play this little cut because I think this is important. This was CanCon talking. Let's go ahead and play it up an article about Alabama where during the logic and accuracy test, uh, some, some election integrity activists went and ran Xeroxed ballots through the machines and they accepted it. They accepted it. I mean, our vending machines don't accept fake counterfeit $1 bills, but our voting machines accept Xerox ballots. This is insanity. But I mean, actually, I mean, just, just so you know, if you know what MBPs are, right? Mail ballot printers. Yep. So those are basically Xerox copies on, on paper. I mean, that's, that's basically what they are. So the machines are designed to take whatever, as long as it lines up, as long as it's square to the, and it lines up uh, as far as uh, how the paper goes into the machine and how the ballot is printed on the on the ballot paper. It'll it'll take almost anything. So, Joe, did you know El Paso County taxpayers paid a million dollars for what's called a print-on-demand ballot printer in El Paso County? Mm-hmm. I did. I even saw the RFP. I've, I've gotten information that's been sent to me from people all over the state and all over the country, for that matter. And I look at some of these contracts and the cost of these contracts yep. and then the, the real cost of that piece of equipment, and I just go, a million dollars. And if you voted in El Paso County in person on the June 28th primary, you went down to the El Paso County Service Center, there was a machine in that room that printed your ballots, and guess what it said on the side of that machine? What? Runbeck Ballot Printing Services. And you know who's the senior advisor for Runback, right? Oh, yeah. Wayne Williams. Wayne Williams. This is where it gets in. Wayne Williams sat in a commercial with Jenna Griswold. Wayne Williams was in a commercial with Jenna Griswold talking about, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, and we stand together. Basically giving each other credibility, bouncing it off each other. He brought Dominion Voting Systems to Colorado. Now, if you're listening and you're in Colorado, this is just one example, one very simple example of just how corrupt they are at every level. Mm-hmm. I want to know whose bank account got bigger. I want to know, did, did, did Wayne do this for his church? I mean, is there, is there, is there a, an element of his faith that at a high level that's involved in this fraud? Is there... And for those of you that don't know about Wayne, you need to research it, okay? Research what I just said, okay? Very important. Is it, he brought Dominion here. Dominion then fought two counties. He fought two counties in Colorado because those counties are like, nah, we really don't want to use Dominion. We don't think it's safe. They're like snake oil salesmen. They're really snake oil salesmen. And they came in and they presented it in Douglas County and Garfield County. And they're like, nope, we don't want it. So they sued the state. 
Wayne went through and tried to force those counties to use Dominion voting systems. Yeah. He, he, he did that. He lost in court. Lost. And those counties kept clear ballot. And the only county in 2020, the only counties in 2020 that stayed bright red were Douglas County and Garfield County. Mm-hmm. And the only difference between, and this is something you guys have to know, the only difference is, is that those two counties, bright red, bright red, I'm talking bottom of the ticket from county commissioners to town council members to bright red in those two counties. The only difference between those two counties and the rest of Colorado are they don't use Dominion voting systems. Now, it doesn't matter anymore because now the the architecture of ClearBout is almost identical to that of Dominion voting systems post-2020. Machines are machines. But now that you know that, does it when you see the stuff about Cody and saying that, oh, Tina did something wrong, when she stood up and said, listen, just give us access to everything. We already got the, the images on the machine. We already proved all of this. If, if, they did, if, they, if, if Dan Rubenstein was serious, what he would have done is said, let's hand recount every ballot. If Cody Davis really had an interest in protecting the people of Mesa County, Cody would have said, unequivocally, Cody would have come out and said, all right, let's hand count it. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not look at the voter verified paper records? What, why where not, are they? Why not get to the place? Why, and this is for me. This is this is. Why not get to the place where you just put it to bed forever? Show us. Prove it. Prove us wrong. What's the problem? Don't get it. But they can't. They can't because if they open up that Pandora's box, we get to what we want to get to, which is the truth. Yeah. You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. This is big stuff, guys. Really, really, really big stuff. Um, let's put up Douglas Gould's. Uh, tell me, give me a, a a a background on what I'm about to put up here, Mr. Producer. This stuff is from. This is Doug Gould's um, affidavit. Well, this is a. So I have his background too, but this was his declaration. Um, we had this from Tina. This is included in some of the filings that she's doing in Mesa County for the 1-1-113. Yeah. Uh, so it goes through the activities that he performed as well as uh, information on the configuration of the systems. So this is the one that just came out, correct? Yeah, August 12th. Okay. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you, IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with 30-day money-back guarantees, like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. So I haven't had a chance to read this yet. This is a declaration by Douglas Gould on August 12th. And do we have his, uh, cl- uh, his, this is in addition to all the other reports that have come out, by the way. 
and this is not the reports that came out that were sanctioned and, and, and written um, and edited by Jeff O'Donnell. Um, activities performed, if we go to page one, actually, let's go to the exhibit if we would. Talk about this gentleman, Douglas Gold. So if we go to exhibit one, which will be his qualifications. And if I'm understanding, he has more than 40 years worth of qualifications in it's unbelievable what he has. I mean, this is like it's Clay Perique. And since I have really sensitive eyes, I'm going to go ahead and put it up on my screen because I can't see it on the big screen. Oh, yes, I can. Thank you, Mr. Producer, for making it so big for me, with my even, even with my glasses. By the way, the only thing that is progressive on me are these glasses. They're the progressives. So I can see down, see up. Um, I'm still getting used to it. So he is uh, Chief Technology Officer and 50% owner of Cyber Team USA. Chief Security Strategist, AT&T Security Center of Excellence. Uh, Technical Security Consultant, AT&T Security Center of Excellence. Uh, Principal Security Architect, City and County of San Francisco. Wow. Um, it goes on. His resume is very, 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 very um, extensive. Very extensive. Senior Facility Member, World Institute for Security Enhancement. Forensic uh, Analyst, Expert Witness. Uh, firewall and Network Security and HA Extreme criti uh, Criticality. Crit critically national security government and DOD environments. Um, I don't uh, see how you can say he is not a forensic expert okay. and not qualified to look at our election systems. You know, I'm hoping that crap bag uh, Cody Davis can get a little bit of uh, knowledge here by doing this. Maybe he'll listen to this as we smack him around a little bit. By the way, all the information that I disclosed about Cody on this podcast was publicly available on an email that he sent from a public email address that was uh, and by the way he put Scott McKinnis on it as well uh, S-C-O-T-T -T dot M-C-I-N-N-I-S at Mesa County dot U-S you can go talk to him too commissioners have a duty uh, understand that the commissioners control your election systems in your county they are also the boss of the clerk and recorder and if a commissioner is obstructing the election process the election uh, uh, commissioner is committing a felony. There is a Colorado revised statute that says that. It's a misdemeanor for them to, quote, ignore. Felony or misdemeanor? I'm sorry. I believe it is a misdemeanor. Okay, not a felony. Not a felony. Misdemeanor. Right. I misspoke. But it is a misdemeanor for them to ignore and refuse to look into election fraud. There is a specific Colorado revised statute that states that implicitly. It's called a violation of duty. And these commissioners have completely violated their duty on multiple occasions. Okay, so... I want to get into this. You're right, 100%. I don't think we're ever going to see anybody get charged for that because we're not dealing with people who are ethical. But let's get into what he wrote on August 12th that has accompanied the lawsuit that Tina Peters filed in Mesa County. It goes through the qualifications he, he shows, the um, activities performed, um, which is uh, he performed a forensic analysis of the image of the Dominion Voting System, DVS Electronic Management System, EMS Server, and DVS version 5.11. Dash CO election application software as used in Mesa County in the 2020 general election and the 2021 Grand Junction municipal election. The image replicated the entire EMS server before the May 2021 DVS trusted build update. Alice performed a forensic analysis of the image of the Dominion Voting Systems election management system server with version 5.13 dash CO election application software taken immediately following the May 2020 2021 trusted build update. 
From this, these images, I determined information about the voting system used in the 2020 general election and 2021 Grand Junction municipal election, assessed the impact of the software update called Trusted Build on the computer and voting system, and analyzed the DVS 5.13-CO election software installation, the current voting system software in Mesa County in Colorado. Um, as you go through this, he goes through and then does an analysis of the, uh, what happened. The operating, and so let's go to number six, if you would. I want to go to this really quick. Six says, um, the operating system deletes critical inf records under both DVS versions. As stated, both DVS version 5.11 and 5.13 operate under the Microsoft Windows 2016 server operating system. Okay, listen. We're going to come right back to this, but put this down for a second. I just want you guys to know something. Ready? There's a reason why we're in 2022 and nobody uses Windows 2016. I just want you to know that. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, see, this is where progressives make one ball eyeball look bigger because it's supposed to because it's a wonky, wacky world. Craziness, right? They use a old server operating system. And by, by the way, Microsoft barely even services that system architecture today. Barely. Barely. Because, and I think this is why they use this system. The reason why they don't use it anymore is because it has no system security and a part of the new functions of the new server systems comes the need, necessity to keep and to catalog log files. <gasps> so, I don't, I mean, I'm just, I'm telling you there's a reason why they use this system. But if you go into that and delete critical records, that is a big problem. Um, it, I found the configuration for both DBS 5.13 and the trusted build for DBS 5.1 or 5.11 and 5.13 after the trusted build limited log file size to 20 megabytes. Small, very small. <laughs> so just so you guys know, a 15 second video on YouTube or TikTok is 20 megabytes. And they limit it to that. It goes on to, to say even worse than that, because by the way, this is like creating a, a way to destroy files. I observed the 5.11 CO software configures result in destruction of electronic files that VSS requires to be retained. The records restored include election records, audit trail records, and computer log records. My examination of the operating system configuration and the image of the Mesa County EMS server. Guys, listen, hit the share button on this. This is, this is the stuff you have to be talking about. They say that there's no proof. How is this not proof? How is this not proof if they keep us away from the paper, paper ballots, they keep us away from things? Be the ambassador of truth here because this is the information they're telling you is not proof. That's and right. by the way, this is proof of a crime. If you were looking at forensic data that was in front of a IRS agent with a accounting firm, this is the information that they would use in order to convict someone of committing a crime. And these people did it over and over and over again in all 50 states, 22,800 communities across the U.S., all 3,600 uh, uh counties they did it they violated federal law they violated colorado law how many times at the very uh, uh, and 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 the <laughs> well just to be clear like what you're talking about committing crimes literally the configurations of these things resulted in destruction of election records that's right yes. logs yes that's right. very simple Right. But if you go the properly configured and compliant with the VSS, the operating system file logs would contain the timestamp IP addresses and identity of all users connecting to the system. 
What did they say before? They said that there was no internet connection, and this thing stops it from actually having that information. They will indicate which user or program, well, you, you just went past me. It would indicate whose user or programmed authority caused the execution of each program, the time of execution, and all error conditions, including whether a storage device ran out of space or in other errors not generated by human input. A single log file entry, including one election-related record, required approximately 68 kilobytes of space in the log file. Performing the division, 20 megabytes divided by 68 kilobytes yields 294 records as the maximum number of records that a 20 megabyte file can retain. When the log file exceeds when the log file exceeds 20 megabytes, you, you just lost me again. The computer operating system will discard the oldest record mm -hmm. to make space for the next record and replace it with the newest record, overwriting the data, overridden the requirements in law for those records to be preserved. If it's not possible to reconstruct how the system processes election data without complete log files, when log files are configured to a very small size, bloop. Only the newest information about the system's operating can be preserved. Previous information automatically is deleted to make room for more recent information. According to log file size, file size prevents the preservation of data related to the system's past operations, including its processing of elections. Now, what you guys need to understand is if you have an election on November 3rd and you have any functions that are done on that system 10 days, 20 days, 30 days after, two days after, the typical log file size for 294, for that to happen, it would be approximately two days. And then it's gone. And then it's gone. So by November 5th, they had nothing to show what happened on November 3rd. And they never fixed it, and they put it on, they put it on a system that was run by some archaic, outdated, insecure operating system that is now connected to the internet. Now, I believe that the, the source code is the problem. And we're going to get that source code. I just want you to know we're going to get that source code. And you know the Dominion contract um, in El Paso County, I don't know if you've seen it, but it actually specifies in there that wireless devices are purchased within that um, contract. So, so, the, so they're liars. Don't tell me that it's not connected in the Internet. Why do you need those devices in the contract? Why are taxpayers paying for that if you don't need the Internet? Explain that. So finding and conclusions. Let's get to the bottom of this really quick. And, and uh, for those of you that uh, we lost on um, Frank's Beach that moved over, thank you for moving over. Um, I want to go through this really quick. <coughs> As delivered to the state of Colorado by Dominion Voting Systems, a DVS EMS server version 5.13-CO and version 5.11-CO is configured to erase overwrite critical election records, audit trails, and operational log file records. Destruction of these data makes it impossible to detect election crimes or civil rights violations. Civil rights violations, just so you know. Destruction of data makes it impossible to audit or reconstruct an election. As delivered, the DVS voting system operating system is configured for a maximum log file size of 20 megabytes. Both VMS versions, 5.11 and 5.13, contain the same configuration maximum size limit. This log file size is inadequate to ensure the preservation of election data. Number three, CVS software contains an EMS logger program. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Logger program that does not preserve all records that may be relevant to detection and prosecution of federal civil rights or election crimes, specifically omitting detailed software executions, alterations, and deletions of files and external communications to the EMS server. 
no audit of the electronic voting and tabulation of ballots is possible because the data necessary to audit, reconstruct the election, or detect election crimes have been destroyed, both by configuring the maximum log file size to be too small and by deletion of records not otherwise preserved using the trusted build process. Number five, it is impractical to attempt to correct or even mitigate the effects of the system deficiencies and noncompliance with the VSS. And number six, the DVS system does not substantially comply with VSS requirements. Yep. Now, take down. that is an election crime. That is proof of an election crime. That is proof that Dominion voting systems is not a system we should be using in our elections. That is proof that Eric Coomer, the director of strategy and security for Dominion voting systems that holds the adjudication process patent and another patent that works on how ballots are counted. Mr. Producer, do you have that picture? Can we pull that up? Sorry, which picture? The picture that I sent to you that goes through, uh, circled, goes through a small part of how ballots are counted in the system. Do you remember that? I sent it a couple days ago. Yeah, one second. All right. This was taken directly from the patent office filing. And for Dominion. <coughs> for Dominion. That is owned by Eric Coomer and others. We've been deep diving into lots of people. And I want you to understand when they tell you that there is no fraud, when they tell you that there is no proof of fraud, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you 100% right now that these systems 150,000% are designed to steal the vote of the American people. They are designed that way. This straight from the deal. Let me read this to you. This is a part of the description, detailed description of ballot transactions. And this is subsection three. I'll make this full thing available. So in addition to the aspect of ballot transactions processing systems, all scanned images and electronic cast vote records of the ballot can be associated with the assigned ballot sheet identifier, therefore providing a one-to-one -one correlation between the ballot image and the physical ballots. Now, let me tell you what didn't happen in Maricopa and what hasn't happened anywhere else. Mm -hmm. They've never matched nope. because those ballot sheets disappear. And it's in their system. It says this is what it's supposed to do. And this is why I don't blame some of the people who are misguided. Because they're getting phone calls from Republican leadership saying stop talking about elections. Yep. Marjorie Taylor Greene said it at the summit. She sure did. She's like, they, they keep telling me not to talk about elections. Not to talk about the, the compromise system. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Listen, they've been robbing you blind for decades. They've been stealing from you and making you a slave for decades. Now they take 52 cents on the dollar from you. It's going to go to 56 cents on the dollar. They have 87,000 IRS agents. They have multiple bureaucracies where they can basically hinge you into and catch you in some sort of trap. And they want to convince you that there's nothing to see here and that they are not operating as if you are the peasant. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how much money you make. You are a peasant. When all of your money gets funneled into and given to these government bureaucrats, and then we funnel and feed their system where they can persecute and do what they did to President Trump, what they did to Sharona Bishop, 
what they've done to Peanut Peters, what they've done to me. And I'm last on the list. I don't even care what they do to me, what they did to Steve Bannon, what they did to Roger Stone, what they did to Mike Flynn. You want me to keep going? You want me to keep going down this path? Didn't they do it to Marjorie Taylor Greene a few days ago? Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted? Yep, sure did. Was this after Summit? It was. After she was at the summit? It was, it was after she went to the summit, she got swatted. I don't believe that's a coincidence, do you? No. Um, election workers quitting, by the way. I want to put this up there. False accusations of election fraud prompt some election workers across the U.S. to quit ahead of the election day. Good. Keep quitting. And let's put people in there that are America first. So after officials in Nye County, Nevada, accepted a pitch from a Republican nominee for Secretary of State to stop using voting machines for the general election and move to hand counting instead, longtime county clerk Sam Merlino decided to walk away from the job she loved. For Merlino, a Republican, the move was the last straw as her county continues to be consumed by unsubstantiated conspiracy theories about the 2020 election. It was just so disheartening after everyone had put so much hard work in to have everybody question what we've been doing for years. <laughs> I don't understand why it's so it, hard. It, hold on, this is this is the funny part. They're saying that we've what they've been doing for years. We know they've been stealing elections for years. We can see it in our school boards. We can see it in everything that they're doing. Merlino, who resigned two weeks ago, told ABC News, "I loved working with the voters. I always, I was always at polling place on election day. I loved the process." She goes on to uh, say more since the 2020 election. States across the county have seen a slow exodus of election officials prompting an unprecedented level of misinformation, harassment, and threats. And now, with only three months till Election Day, election offices at the last nine states, including Colorado, Arizona, Nevada, Texas, and New Jersey, have seen a new wave of departures and early retirements. Who's left the Colorado Elections Office? They're, just so you know, they're leaving not because of that. They're leaving because someone is going to get caught in it, and they don't want to be there when, the, when it all comes down. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene apparently just got swatted for a second time, two no. days in a row. Well, I tell you, we've 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 notified. Now we're in studio, not in studio. I'm not normally in studio. We have multiple locations of which we shoot from. Nobody knows where that location is, so it makes it difficult for them to do those things to me. I've notified the police. I'm an HVT, a high-value target, so they know that if something happens like that, they have a number on me. Marjorie Taylor Greene, they should do the same thing. They should put something up there that says, hey, she's an HVT, high-value target, by the way, that makes it impossible for that to happen. Um, you know, this is, th they are going to get to the bottom of it. Um, there are systems out there that can break through VPNs and do a trace back, even if they push it through multiple endpoints. Um, and when that does happen, that person should get life in prison and or if anybody dies in the, in the act, they should be sentenced to death. And I will not apologize for that. When you cause the pain or the anguish of someone else, you should spend the rest of your life in solitary confinement. All of it. Our entire government has been weaponized against the American yep. people. So election, so as I get further into this article, I want you guys to understand something. They say unsubstantiated election theories. That's not true. They are not unsubstantiated. These people are not just fly off the seat of their pants people. I am an election and look, if I'm wrong, come debate me. I tell you what, Dominion, ESNS, send your best to me. Send your best, and we will have a debate on the show. Matter of fact, I'll put a camera up wherever you are so you don't have to be in the same room with me because I know you're afraid that somewhere along the line you might get thrown on your neck. Although I'm not a violent person, but I think what you've done is you've terrorized the American people. But beyond that, come on here and debate. Debate it. Have a conversation about it. You cowards.
but you won't do it. You won't do it. You won't come out and talk about the system architecture. You won't come out and talk about the system. You won't talk about, about what Clay Parikh has been talking about. You won't talk about what Doug Gold, Gould uh, uncovered. You won't talk about the fact that you've done everything you can to, cir to circumvent the process of the American people's voice being heard. Also, you can stand up and put in some radicalized World Economic Forum desire to depopulate and destroy who we are as Americans. Your propaganda is disgusting. I think it's absolutely abhorrent. And I just don't understand what's so hard, Joe. I mean, if we really have the gold standard, show me we have the gold standard. Yeah. Why, why can't we crack open the paper? Prove it. Prove it to us. Well, they can't. They can't and they won't. And they say it's all error. We're out of time. I got to tell you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more convinced now than ever that we're getting to the place where we get to a finish line and we're going to win. But the, as we get closer to the finish line, they're putting things in place to build sidewalks, such as the 87,000 IRS agents, to do everything they can to destroy who you are as an American. So you've got to stand up, make a choice, stand in the gap. Or don't, become a victim or stand with the oppressors. Your choice. But at some point, you're going to have to make a decision on which side of the fence you stand on, the American side or the traitor side. And that's really that simple. Well, and that's why these cases in El Paso County and Mesa County and Tina so and everything we're doing are, are extremely important because this is... This is the machine in Colorado. We have to keep fighting the machine. We'll keep going until there's no fight left. And there's still a fight, folks. So stand up and be counted. Stand yeah. up for America. Yeah. So, Miss Merlino, I want to tell you this last as a last point. I'm glad you're gone. Because the hand count will reveal a lot of things. And as we start looking at that paper and touching that paper, and people are like, hey, this is this paper is not the same as every other piece of paper put those in a pile, you start figuring out what they did. And when those elections come back where they're systematically more accurate, that should tell you something. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pray. It's a great show. Thanks for coming on. I it's really appreciate pleasure, it. It's my pleasure, Joe. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to pray for our country. I'm going to pray for Lindsay. I'm going to pray for the, the, the lawsuits that truth be revealed. At the end of the day, let me explain something to you. I'm not so so. I've gotten on here and told people, look, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done said that. I should, that that's not true. Um, because once you find out something is or is not true, it is your obligation to stand up for truth, wherever it is, and whatever it does to you. Oh, yeah, I need to put this up there. Last thing, we do have a fax blast for today. Um, I, I want to talk about this because I think it's important. Um, Mr. Producer, go ahead and put it up if you would. And can we tell the people who are listening to come join us on September 1st outside Denver District Court? Yes. We're going to be there, and it's going to be live and in living color, and we want you to see it. So please come join us outside the courtroom at Denver District Court on September 1st. We're going to have witnesses, and it's going to be the SOS versus us, and we, we need America to see it. We need you to record it. Um, everything that's happening outside, we're going to try to get a recording for the inside. Uh, we're going to do everything we can to, to fight this. So come join us. We need you. So I want to I wanna talk about this for, really quick. If you can put it up, Mr. Producer. Explosive state cyber elections contracts reveal the scope of the problem. Spoiler, it's worse than thought. It's worse than CISA. Um, since the 2020 elections, many of us have been amplified our concerns about the uh, centralization of elections. During the 2022 legislative session here in Colorado, the Peeps unsuccessfully fought against Secretary of State Jenna Griswold's power grab through the Colorado Election Security Act, which removed county oversight and authority over elections, trying to federalize them. 
But Morris' disclosure gives America's focus on election integrity a new reason to be outraged. Our elections are already effectively federalized. In the special report on the tour says, Rumble Channel, Morris broke down cybersecurity agreements from Texas, Colorado, and North Carolina. All three states have signed agreements with CISA, as well as a memorandum of understanding with the private subcontractor Center for Internet Security, Inc., or CIS. Perhaps the most concerning aspect of this report, however, is what is actually in the contracts. Here's a snapshot of the agreement signed by Timmons. Entity provides notice to employees, contractors, and other authorized internet network users that contain in sum and substance the following provisions. Computer users have no reasonable expectation of privacy regarding communication or data transiting, transiting, stored, or even traveling to or from entity's information system, and any communication or data transi transiting stored or traveling from or to the entity's information system may be monitored, disclosed, or used for any lawful government purpose. All entity computer users execute a form of documentation or electronic acceptance acknowledging his or her understanding and consent of the above notice. I am authorized to execute this certification on behalf of entity. This agreement is giving CIS, Inc., a private entity, unfettered access to all information on the Colorado Department of State systems, small business information, unemployment information, population information, licensing, and, of course, election information. This kind of access to the Colorado Department of State means, and not only the CDOS employees that, per the signed agreement, have no reasonable expectation of privacy, but every citizen of the state of Colorado has no... Uh, <laughs> and, and guys, this is, listen, this is the hardest part of this is that they're saying the quiet part out loud and we're sitting back watching it happen. That's why I say it's going to take force to say we're not using the machines. It's going to take a lesser magistrates to stand up. The judges aren't going to do it. They're compromised. Legislature's not going to do it. Compromised. The demand for remedies, Congress must immediately ban the use of electronic voting equipment and systems. Complete comprehensive investigation into the federalization of election via third-party contracts for critical infrastructure and deliver justice to the American people for all stolen elections, no matter what it implicates. In addition to today's letter to Congress below, Morris issued a call to action to everyone to get their objection into this on the record locally and in their state. Today we are asking you to take your daily action a step further and send both the facts to Congress as well as Morris's Majesty's County and State Leadership, specifically County Judge, County Election Board, and Department of State. This is why, Joe, this is why they steal your elections, because they don't want the lesser magistrates. They don't want the commissioners with big cojones and the clerks and recorders that are willing to stand up and say, we've had enough, let's get it out. Yeah. This is why they stole El Paso County and other counties all over the country, which we heard at the summit. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. 
just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. Absolutely. All right, we're out of time. We went, we ran over today, again. It's kind of a normal thing. It's running over stuff. There's a lot of information. This is why you're so important, Joe. Well, well, because mainstream media doesn't get this information out to the people. You do. Yeah. Well, I just do my part. You do your part. We all do our parts. Absolutely. Um, let's pray for each other, shall we? And Absolutely. Let's get to, let's get to the uh, let's get to the point where you know, these prayers are working. They are working. There's cracks in the walls, my friends, and the walls of Jericho will come down, and you got to keep praying. So do we. And stand together. Absolutely. All right. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to have Lindsay on the show today. Thank you for her courage, commitment, the stamina that she's shown us all. Thank you for the leadership and from leading from the front. And thank you for the unity that's been created between Lindsay and others like Dr. Ray and Weber. Um, I just I just appreciate them, Father, and I just thank you for putting them here for such a time as this. Father, I would ask you to put a, put a hand of protection around Lindsay, around Dr. Weber, around all of those that are standing up for election integrity. Father, I, I would ask you to put a hedge of protection around them in their duties of restoring you to our community as they speak and talk and use words that align with the mission that you have given us for restoration and for protecting our society and protecting our community and, and, and even more, protecting your children, Father, protecting our children. Father, I would, I would ask that you wake people up to the reality of the fraud evidence that is there. We know that there are symptoms and there are problems. And Father, we, I see this as a problem. And if it's not the problem, then I, don't, then I would just ask you to show me what the problem is. But when you steal the voice of people, it, it, it leaves us open. It leaves us open to have all of these symptoms and wrongdoing thrust upon our society. And it's really affecting our kids. It's really affecting future generations, this country, and globally, it's crushing the spirit and hope of nations around the world. And so, Father, I would ask you to just open up eyes. I would ask you that those people that are, that are obstructing the ability to get the truth, that those people not just quit, but get fired that you remove them from the equation. Father, I would ask for massive accountability. I would ask you to rise up the American people on one side to stand with force against those that do harm to us in our community. Father, I would ask you to identify the traitors. I would ask you to make it clear to those people that are the establishment that have been robbing the American people blind that you would, you would make it known to everyone in the community. Father, I would ask you to give us the strength to walk with wisdom, to unite, and to do the things that are necessary to hold these people accountable. We know vengeance is yours, Father, but I would just ask you, let us be a part of this accountability for these people who are just just consumed with evil. Father, please bless the people that are listening to this podcast Mm -hmm. that they they may have protection, they may have peace, they may have joy. They may recognize their way to get in the gap. I say all of these things, Father, and I ask for these things. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We went over again. We'll cut this into two parts, I believe, on, on Apple Podcast rather than do it as one. I would because the it's, uh, yeah, we went over by about four, 30 minutes. So that's it. I'll see you guys tonight at 4 o'clock. we got another guest tonight. Mr. Producer, who's on tonight? Uh, we have Dallas Schroeder on tonight. <gasps> oh, Dallas Ooh. is on. More fraud. Yes. Coming straight from Colorado. It's like Maricopa on steroids. He's the county clerk and recorder. Not the Tina Peters, but another county clerk and recorder that are standing up. Let's actually see if we can get Merlin Klotz on as well with Dallas. I would like to have both of them. That'll show you that there are multiple people, multiple county clerks and recorders. We're going to start that recording at 3 o'clock, correct? We'll start the recording at 3 o'clock. We're going to go live at 3 o'clock Mountain Time today to so you can hear the testimony that Dallas has related to the fraud in his county, yes. Elbert County. And then if we can get uh, Merwin Klotz on as well, he's the county clerk and recorder for Douglas County, and we get Dallas on. You guys can hear that there's a lot of people that have been doing elections. Merwin's been doing elections for a long time. There's a lot of people who can point to the fraud in the system and the fraud of Wayne Williams and other people in our state that are doing harm to not just us in Colorado, but people around the country. So God bless you. Three o'clock, tune in, and four o'clock, we'll go live with the information uh, and uh, interview with Dallas Schroeder and um, hopefully Merlin. Hopefully Merlin. Yeah. God bless you all. See you then. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcasts, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.